0: By Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook. Hi, uh, thank you guys for bearing with me. So I'm going to start again. <laughs> um, I'm Sam. I'm joined by Anna Forsyth of the C4 Podcast. You can find her on Twitter at a four six zero three. Canucks lose five two to the Seattle Kraken tonight. Blow another two nothing lead not ideal
1: yeah i mean the whole game was just uninspiring right like losing but also just losing rather pathetically
0: yeah yeah um i like to start off these these segments with asking our guests uh what was the highlight of the game for you and what was the biggest storyline for you
1: highlight of the game um tricky one I think someone on Twitter suggested it was John Garrett talking about his false teeth. Uh, um, But yeah, like, sure, let's put it as, like, the continuing growth of Dakota Joshua. Like, that's going to be my highlight. Um, Storyline of the game, uh, just, yeah, like, it was just a kind of pathetic game, I'd say. The storyline should be, Canucks should be, like, doing something not winning but something right like playing some more inspiring hockey playing for their jobs next year um proving something but yeah they definitely were not that
0: yeah if you're if you're joining us i see the numbers just climbing in in the chat um canucks lose five two um if you are in the chat hit like subscribe um, thanks for joining us. I know that was a it's always hard to do the post game recaps for these games um because there's just it's such a frustrating thing to watch. Um Canucks mm-hmm. out to a hot start as usual, two nothing, two nothing lead. Uh Elias Petterson, Anthony Beauvillier with the goals. And then then it just kind of all comes crashing down from there. Although, you know, I did think the the Period before the Kraken scored the shorthanded goal was at least exciting. Yeah. <laughs> the couple of minutes with the back to back. But I yeah, I mean, what do you even say? What do you think, chat? What was what was your highlight of the game? That's that's what I want to know. Um, I just you know, they kind of they just fell apart and never never really pushed back and i d- i don't know what you do with that at this point i know they've been on obviously a hot streak in march um played themselves kind of out of the bottom five definitely close to almost out of the bottom 10 mm-hmm. um tony smollett says the tank rolls on i don't know i don't think so tony i think the tank is over i think march killed the tank
1: yeah it killed the tank uh, talk it
0: talk it absolutely killed the tank talk it and the schedule killed the tank
1: yeah i mean looking down the stretch you just thought there are so many games that are hard to lose yeah. um like what do you do when you play the ducks and you play uh um chicago and stuff like that but honestly on paper losing 5-2 to a playoff bound team um with your new signing like you new guy you just traded for scoring and Dakota Joshua getting another assist like it should be good but just the hockey they were playing was blah
0: yeah blah blah is good Kaya says hi Sam this team is still in the bottom 10 there is still no hope Uh, Josh Watkins says is the power play as weak right now as it feels yes
1: Yes. Yes. I mean they can't they haven't got a two man advantage um, goal with quite a few opportunities they yeah they can't they tend to give up goals rather than score them it's it's bad
0: it's hard to hard to find anything to write home about there Um, Josh Watkins also said the PD goal was something special Um, that that I can agree with.
1: Yeah. Is let's put a... that as a highlight because that was yeah, that was like a pure section as a pure section of play was great.
0: Um Elias Petterson. Let's talk let's talk about Elias Petterson. I'm trying to find something positive to talk about because Yeah. <laughs> I, I I can't talk about tanking anymore. I don't think anyone wants to talk about tanking anymore. I don't think it's realistic. I saw Connor Bedard highlight tonight and like just couldn't even enjoy it yeah not great
1: but Pedersen yeah Pedersen like I mean Thomas Drant said it in the intermission backed up the money truck Like, get Pedersen signed to an extension he's your franchise player he is becoming a leader on the team on and off the ice like really if you don't keep Pedersen around what the heck are you doing
0: I mean i yeah i don't think there's any any i can't see them not keeping him i think they're gonna have to do it it's just a question of money at this point and what yeah. they're able to do <laughs> kaya Ka- really rubbing salt in the wound tonight we never lost to the kraken under bruce Bruto. a very good point
1: i mean true that was the first loss to them and rogers arena yeah that was almost like the one thing we were hanging on to. At least we haven't lost the Kraken yet.
0: And now and they have.
1: Now they have twice.
0: Yeah. Um, back to Petey. He's he's at ninety six points on the season. Yeah. Four four away from from the hundred point mark. What do you think he ends up hitting? I've asked multiple guests this, and I think I, I think it's pretty safe to say. He's gonna break a hundred. Oh. I would yeah. be shocked if he didn't. But what do you think what do you think the final number is going to be?
1: Um, so how many games do we have left? Um, one, two, three, four, five. Hmm. I think he gets like seven points in the last five.
0: I think that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Like he's definitely breaking a hundred. I mean, Miller's 99 point season was just, it was so incredible because it was unexpected, but Hedison should be expected. Like this is who he is as a player. Like you said it countless times on Twitter, on broadcast. Like, he is the most important player to this franchise, to this team. And it's not close.
0: Yeah, I I agree. Um Josh corrected me. I was looking at I was made a mistake of looking at nhl.com which has not updated their stats yet. He's actually at 97 as of tonight. Uh oh, right. so yes, and the Canucks next play the Blackhawks, the Flames, the Kings, the Ducks and the Coyotes.
1: Yeah, honestly it could be more than 7. I'm going to say because... he
0: hits 10 points in the next 5 games.
1: Yeah. Like when you say that schedule out loud again, you're just like, I mean, Flames can't buy a win these days
0: uh (laughs) the flames got uh their series swept by the chicago blackhawks tonight
1: chicago blackhawks like they did not
0: beat the chicago blackhawks a single time this season
1: well couldn't happen to a nicer franchise
0: (laughs) uh what do you think chat like who do how many points does does pd get at the end of the season i will come back and see if anyone's right i'm predicting 107 which i think is exactly what i predicted several weeks ago when i had the same exercise
1: okay i'll go 105 just be different but i'd rather you be right
0: we'll do prices right rules if it's 106 you win Ooh, (laughs) i like that um all right That was the game recap. I know it was like unsatisfying, but I really genuinely don't want to relive it. I don't think anyone else does. Canucks lose 5-2. Second segment. We're going to pivot a little bit and talk about the supposed rivalry that is the Vancouver Canucks and the Seattle Kraken. Um, I've been dying for like a Battle of Alberta-esque rivalry. Yeah. And so far, this is leaving much to be desired. I mean, for starters, as you referenced for the first season, the Kraken never beat the Canucks.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: They've really only... They've won the last two games. So maybe it's starting to become one. I guess it's one in that they're going to the playoffs and we aren't. But it really... Like, the whole thing is really lacking some heat here.
1: Totally. So, I mean the i5 rivalry as i think Wyatt coined that i heard shorty refer to it as that i mean seattle is supposedly like this team that the nhl wants to succeed they talked i think um batman talked about the rivalry possibility um canucks didn't have any games in seattle on the weekend like what what do you expect if the traveling fans can't get down there to see games. Like, that's lame. Um. Yeah. The only heat I can see is apparently they don't like Myers for hitting Maddie Baneers. I saw that like, today. Yeah, yeah, I was just like, oh, I had completely forgotten that. He's done so many stupid things since then. Like, it barely registers for me, but...
0: Yeah. And, and were they really that heated or really didn't seem...
1: Mm, like... No, I didn't see it. It just seems to be, like, the only minor thing you can pick up on it it wasn't really much
0: yeah uh tony tony smolak says it's going to take a playoff series just like it did with chicago and i I think that's right um i mean i think for the longest that's the same thing that happened with the minnesota wild like to the extent there was any rivalry between the canucks and the wild it all stemmed from that one playoff series and not from anything else not from proximity um yeah, I think
1: the thing. Who do we have near us? Like, we don't. It has yeah. to come from something else. Like,
0: I think it's um, got to take a playoff series or it's got to take these teams kind of getting to the same level of play in the same season. Like, hmm. obviously last year neither team was good. It's kind of hard unless it was a race to the bottom for there to have been a rivalry. This year yeah. the Kraken have been significantly better and the Canucks have really been nothing to write home about. And so I think until there's a reasonable level of competition where there's a history where, where you're, you're either actually battling for a spot or you're you've been in playoffs and there's like some genuine hatred. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard for there to be a rivalry just on proximity alone.
1: Yeah, and you hate to say it, but the other thing that could create a rivalry is a really bad injury. Like mm. if yeah, if one of the teams causes another really bad injury, or like in like Matt even is, you know, he was injured for a couple weeks there. But um, yeah, if it's a really bad injury, that could really spark something.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Kaya says both teams need to reach the playoffs first. Seattle still hasn't clinched. Good point. I think that, I think think that, I think they're going to. I think of, okay, here's here's a tangent. Of the wildcard teams in the Pacific, who do you think is going to make it? Okay.
1: Well, now I have to actually look at the other... End of the table that I'm used to looking at.
0: Um, while, while Anna looks that up, Chat <laughs> says C4 Podcast represent absolutely. People go go check out the C4 Podcast. Okay. It's great. Clay used to be on the C4 Podcast, didn't he?
1: Correct. I am Clay's replacement. Um, ah. Yes, it was originally started way back when by Clay emo and chris golden um they picked up a couple of strays in matt and adam and then me like i kind of would sub in for clay um when he was gone and now here i am a few years later
0: amazing um uh-huh. so everyone go go follow the c4 podcast and go follow anna uh she's on yeah. twitter at a4603 uh, Josh Watkins says the league's total inability and unwillingness to try and manufacture any sort of rivalry is both baffling and unsurprising for the NHL. Yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The league could absolutely do way more to manufacture rivalries amongst all of its teams, and it really just doesn't.
1: Yeah. Um, going back to the playoff thing, I mean, I see Winnipeg making it for sure. They are hot right now. Um, yeah. So um, you're course. going
0: Seattle Winnipeg. I am. Okay. I had actually said on zone time earlier this week that I thought Winnipeg was falling out of contention mm-hmm. and I thought that this is before Calgary lost tonight. The Calgary mm-hmm. Flames were on like an eight game streak, and I thought they would play their way into that wild card position, and now I'm feeling less optimistic about that prediction. But i'm really hoping that the flames do mostly because it would be incredibly funny if we got battle of alberta by virtue of the wild card spot that's what i'm really hoping for
1: yeah i mean battle of alberta did not disappoint um last year so that would be more fun yeah um for sure but yeah we'll see
0: um andy says anna is an upgrade in my opinion jk love you all <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow
0: Um, home and away multi-game stands the way that MLB does also also a great suggestion I think anytime there's back-to-back whether or not the teams have a rivalry or not that leads to a lot of bad blood
1: yeah I mean remember the COVID season like Canucks were awful but like playing so much against the Habs just like really stoked the fire there so yeah I don't hate that
0: yeah um Kaya makes a great point. The outdoor games should have been Kraken versus Canucks for a rivalry. Why is Vegas necessary here? Yeah, and that that also goes to Josh's point that like the league isn't even trying uh, to make this a rivalry.
1: Yeah, I mean Seattle doing great attendance wise. Um, it's really hard to get into games. It's very expensive, but yeah, like is that going to last forever? Like rivalries are kind of a good way to keep people interested.
0: yeah that's that's absolutely that's absolutely true um i will say the canucks last outdoor game obviously resulted in legendary iconic moments for this franchise so maybe we're not eager to revisit being a participant in an outdoor game
1: yeah i i truly believe canucks don't deserve another outdoor game but it should definitely not be in vancouver but you know for the rivalry (laughs)
0: Uh, okay speaking of going to Kraken games that's what we're going to tackle in our third segment um if you're just joining us the Canucks lose 5-2 to the Seattle Kraken they raced out to a 2-0 lead uh on the backs of goals from Elias Pettersson and Anthony Beauvillier, and then they proceeded to blow yet another multi-goal lead I have lost track of how many multi-goal leads they have blown this season it's got to be close to a record if it isn't already um but we're going to talk about something more fun. Um so Anna was at the last game in Seattle and went to Climate Pledge Arena, which I still have not been to, and she's going to tell us about her experience there and I would love in the chat if you've been to Seattle or if you've been to another arena what about the fan experience at other arenas is better than Rogers and what about the fan experience is worse than Rogers?
1: Yeah, I I mean, first of all, I was very excited to go. Wish it could have been a Canucks game, obviously, but yeah, saw a pretty miserable game of hockey Um, between the Kraken and the Kings was not good hockey at all, but um, Arena experience. The in-game entertainment was even better than I thought it was going to be. The fans loved it. They have fun little bits. They really lean into it being by the sea, in a really cheesy way, but it works, you know? Like, people are having fun and... Yeah, I thought it was really well done. The arena itself was kind of disappointing. Oh, really? Yeah. I, like, I know they didn't build it completely from scratch. Like, they were retrofitting um, the, whatever the previous arena was called and they had to down underground so you kind of have somewhat limited um scope with that but yeah the concourse looks like an airport um it's really big so you can move around a lot more than rogers but there's nothing there it's like seems like half the amount of bars at least compared to rogers um and then like inside the arena it's just like the press box hangs over the ice so you can't see the other side if you're sat like in most of the upper bowl. Um, I don't like it, didn't affect the atmosphere, but I just found it very weird that you couldn't even see the other side of the arena. Um, you can actually see the people walking across like the back of the press box the entire game, which is very distracting.
0: That's um, so, weird. so yeah,
1: yeah, we didn't have great seats, like obviously, but like. It was hard to get into that game, like we picked a game that we could afford. Like there was under, a, like the only game we could find that was under a hundred U.S. dollars per ticket. Yeah, I've heard um, it's like
0: outrageously expensive.
1: It is. Like, I think we paid eighty-five U.S. at least, maybe ninety for the like worst seats in the house. Um, so like, yeah the one thing, good thing about Rogers, right, is that there isn't really a seat you can't see from. Yeah. So, yeah, and it also made me think there's really not much that, like, Canucks would have to do to make Rogers good, like, just fix it, like, it's already a very good setup, like, great um, layout, like, conducive to good atmosphere, just, you know, like, fix the seats, redo the stairs, stop the leaks.
0: I mean, it does look like they are considering redoing the seats. They're yes. they're test running the the blue seats.
1: Yeah. So finally, finally. But yeah, I would be so curious to other people's experience um, if anyone else has been to Climate Pledge because I thought I was both like surprised in a good and bad way going. Yeah. Also, it has a very weird smell. Like <laughs> it kind of smells like canned meat in there. Oh. But... Maybe I was having a stroke. I don't know, but yeah, it smelled good. <laughs>
0: um, Andy says, "Question for Anna: How far is the arena for major infrastructure like the Amtrak station?"
1: Oh, so we ended up walking, but like it's right downtown, so like it's so easy to get to. Like, and that's another great thing about it is that it's kind of in this entertainment district. So we walk past the Opera House. It's right by there. Like, you're walking f- like five minutes to get to all the major like bars, you have 10 minutes to get to Pike Place. Like, wow. It's really like right there. So I love that about it. It was very walkable. Um, I don't actually know the transit link up, but like it's right downtown. So I imagine it's really easy.
0: That's cool. Um, David yeah. W says the only two NHL arenas in which I've ever been inside have been Maple Leaf Gardens and what's become Scotiabank Arena. Pretty, pretty good. Pretty good ones. Tony Smoluck says That's Maple. Yeah. yeah. Tony Smoluck says Maple Leaf Gardens in the Montreal Forum. Can't compete with a hundred years of history. Uh, I am so jealous of that, Tony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have been okay. inside the Bell Center, but not inside uh, the Montreal Forum.
1: I have only been to Rogers Now Climate Pledge and T D Garden, so yeah.
0: That's pretty good. I have been to I have been to the Bell Center, I have been to the ACC, and I have been to uh, the Fortress, so T-Mobile in Vegas, which is right. glorious. Like 10 out of 10 recommend if you haven't been.
1: Yeah, that's the only thing that makes me want to go back to Vegas. I do not like it there, but I want to go to a Golden Knights game big time.
0: Yeah, um, highly